Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to OKF Daily with me, your girl, recording once again from the Long Island Bunker. Folks, I want to bring your attention to a story that I don't think is getting enough news, which is on Sunday, 60 Minutes did uh, an entire segment and story on the rise in depression, anxiety, and suicide rates, attempted suicide rates and suicide rates of tweens and teens and how devastating uh, COVID-19 has been, the quarantining the uh, remote work, uh, remote schooling, and all of these things. And, you know, listening to the kids that they had interviewed, there was a study that had come out a couple of weeks prior uh, that asserted the same thing. And while we are dealing with you know, another announcement coming out of the White House only yesterday that, you know, we must prepare before we even get to fucking experience summer, that we are going to be headed into another COVID fallen winter where they're talking about the fact that a hundred million people, um, can potentially become infected with COVID. And we know this now, like these things are not a shock to us, but what I realize is that the persistence of this virus, the lack of empathy, and I mean, lack of empathy across the board, not just the assholes that don't want to wear masks and, and the people who have put other people in harm's way and the selfishness and all of that. But I'm really talking about the lack of empathy as it pertains to the emotional uh, strain and mental health strain that this has placed on our kids and on ourselves, on adults. You know, when I think about, as I was watching these kids talk about 
the isolation and talk about the loss of being able to socialize and the social socialization. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, these were like kids that were, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old that were entering into middle school, um, particularly that they were talking about and how devastating it has been. And there have been other reports about how there have been a lot of fights in schools and, uh, and, you know, and a lot of issues with student engagement with one another because of the anxiety and depression and all of these things that were caused with COVID. And when you pause to think about this, folks, like not only were we and how, and we have been just working through a pandemic, like all of this shit remains normal, right? Uh, when it is not, not, I, I mean, there's a meme that comes out every once in a while that says, I'm tired of living through historical events every fucking week, right? And I don't think that we are taking into consideration the stress and the strain that this has caused on our kids and on ourselves and what, frankly, we should be doing to manage and deal with it. So I want to share with you that, you know, while I continually talk about taking care of your mental health and centering joy and grounding yourself, I have found myself and I just had a really in-depth conversation with my therapist, a really in-depth session, I should say, because I find myself falling back into really unproductive and unhealthy routines because of the level of stress and strain and anxiety that I'm under, um, that all of us are under. You know, it takes a lot to be able to continually follow breaking news all times of day. You know, I, I had put my phone down, for example, I put my phone down, you know, last week in the middle of the evening because I was finished with work. Then all of a sudden text messages, tweet alerts, oh my God, the abortion, you know, decision draft being leaked. And I'm thinking to myself, Jesus Christ, you can't even, you, you we have gone back to a place where you can't put your phone down. Cause you don't know what the fuck is coming next. You don't know, you know, Tennessee decides that they're going to, uh, outlaw, uh, you know, abortion pills and, and plan B and all of these things. And then, you know, you have this state rolling out another anti-trans bill and then you got this state, you know, rolling out another voter suppression bill. And it's just, it's unrelenting. And when I think about the kids and what they're dealing with, you know, think about what the fuck they are living through as well. Right. Like we as adults are struggling with the ability to process everything that is being thrown at us every single week. By the time we get to Friday, by the time I get to Wednesday and I'm doing woke Wednesday, I already feel like I've lived two weeks in one and it's only been three days. Right. And so I imagine that, but on the emotional capacity of like a 12, a 13, a 14 year old teenagers in general. And I'm thinking, and we are expecting them to go to school and still learn and still get the grades and take the tests and just like move through like none of this is happening. Our society's like obsession with work, um, and I and I put school in that context, is really, I mean, aside from our democracy crum uh, of crumbling, is really going to be incredibly detrimental to our mental health development of our youth? And what is that going to look like when they enter into the workforce, right? 
Um, so I, I find myself really not focusing on the things that I need to focus on, like making sure that I am exercising daily, that I'm getting outside on a regular basis, because I find myself once again, strapped to my cell phone, strapped in front of my computer, um, and, and hunched over. Right. And, you know, I even had my neighbor the other day say to me, had left a package, uh, you know, for me. And he was just like, have you left your house? Because the package has been, you know, in the place that I put it for you for two days. And I was like, yeah, so thank you for the call out because no, I haven't left my house in two days. Right. Um, these things really matter. And I, I offer up the fact that I am struggling because I can't imagine that I'm the only one, uh, that doesn't find themselves, you know, down a rabbit hole on Twitter, you know, down, um, just a catastrophe hole on like what can come next. And what my therapist offered to me, and I'm going to relay and offer to you as a way one to speak out loud to myself, but also to share is that we have got to put ourselves on our calendars. We have got to pull ourselves back every day from this unrelenting despair because the shit is just going to get worse. It really is. There is no way around me telling you that in a couple of months, all will be well, because I don't believe it. I do believe that things are going to get incredibly worse in this country. And if I am struggling now, what is that struggle going to look like? And so if I, if we all are not pausing each day, taking out 30 minutes for ourselves to get some fresh air, to do some exercise, to do something that we enjoy, to start and end our day with things that we enjoy and then create moments, you know, in the middle to take a mental break, you know, whatever that looks like for you, we're all going to fucking lose it. I, I feel it already. I had said to myself, you know, I wasn't going to get back on this hamster wheel. I wasn't going to get back into this grind culture. I wasn't going to, you know, allow the, the catastrophe of the world to suck me back in. And here I am not sleeping, waking up in the middle of the night, um, anxious. And that doesn't allow me to do my best work for all of you. Uh, it doesn't allow me to do my best work for the movement. And so I think about the ripple effect that the lack of self-care and attention and intentional joy and intentional slowing of the pace does. And so I, I say to you, if you have kids and are caregivers to, or are caregivers to children, or you're a teacher, figure out what it is that will get your kids to talk each day about how they are feeling. If they are artists, maybe they write about it. Maybe they do a poem, maybe they do something, but something that allows you to have some insight, um, so that you can intervene before they get to a, a, a place where they're even contemplating taking their own lives. I say the same thing for all of the adults, you know, do something that allows you, whether it is 
you know, beginning a journal or a diary, if, if it's written, if it's auditory, um, if you're drawing, if you're writing poetry, something that allows the feelings not to enter this dark place, but find an exit point for it. Um, and, and one that is, that is healthy, you know, because that's the other thing too. We all have exit points and lots of them involve martinis and wine and cocktail and weed, you know, and these things, and I'm not passing any judgment. Um, I partake just like everybody else does, but when that seems to be the only thing, the only direction that is allowing there to be a balm, then we need to take another look. Coming up next, friends, my conversation, monthly conversation that we are revisiting with our friend, the Reverend Mark Thompson, to talk about where we are as we make the long death march to midterms and what it is that Democrats need to do. Folks, I am very happy to welcome back to Woke AF Daily, my friend, the Reverend Mark Thompson and host of Make It Plain. Um, Mark, we gather uh, today um, on in, in a week that I don't think any of us expected to see. Um, and, and I shouldn't say that any of us expected to see because we actually knew where this was going. Um, and how it was kind of how it was going to evolve. How are you feeling today? Well, first of all, uh, good to see you. Glad to be with you as always, uh, Danielle. I, I think that that some of us felt and knew this was likely to happen, that the Supreme Court would strike down Roe. We didn't necessarily expect to learn this way. And it may be a blessing that we are learning this way. But the problem is, I think what has happened, so many people have been victims of the skies falling, uh, Chicken Little. And so nobody really believed it until they saw it. Um, our enemies have been organizing for almost for 49 years, nonstop. Mm -hmm. Most of us, well, I shouldn't say most, many of us have given up since 2020. Stuff's not happening fast enough. I'm not getting what I want. Biden is ain't doing this, ain't doing that, and which is not uh, false. But we quit after a year and a half. They have not quit after 49 years. Mm -mm. Now, one of our ancestors, Frederick Douglass, said the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. We don't listen to him, though. We listen to what is immediate and we react and respond on social media that we don't control and are going to lose even more control of when Elon Musk takes over. That's where, that's how we make our decisions. That's where our ideology a lot of times is formed. And so this is a big time L. There's no other way to put it. And those who may not want to hear that or may resent me saying it, I'm sorry, but you got, we have to join, we have to figure out a way to join organizations, get involved, be active, not just e emote with words on social media. And I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive to the word emote too. I'm not talking about just women. I'm talking about men too. Men 
need to decide to step up more and and defend women's bodies and lives. This is crazy. And I read part of this. Have you read some of this? Yes, I did. Hold it. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Uh, uh, go ahead and t- say something else. What I look because I want to pull up something. <laughs> I don't want it to be dead, no, but I just want to find something. No, no, no. While I'm the, looking the, for I, something, go ahead. I, I will say that you know, folks have been very clear, right? Um, as we were going through the confirmation hearings for Neil Gorsuch, for Brett Kavanaugh, for uh, Amy Covid Barrett, they have all been very clear about where they fall on ideological lines, right? This has never been about the rule of law and 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 justice and uh and, and equity. It has been about control. And to your point, they never let up for 49 years, right? And what you see in parts of the opinion that I did read um is this you know clarification around quote unquote life right is this you know discussion around privacy right because what what we understand is that the way that Roe v Wade was constructed was about was around a woman's right to privacy it was not around equity right um it was not around the equity of women and pregnant persons right and so what what is what they are nodding tipping their hat at are all of these other decisions particularly those around lgbtq people that have been made with regard to privacy and not equity yeah yeah the here this is this is from the draft that was leaked via politico the inescapable conclusion is that a right to abortion is not deeply rooted in the nation's history and traditions. Now, let's just stop there for a minute. Mm -hmm. Replace a right to abortion with a blank and just fill in the blank. The inescapable conclusion is is that a blank is not deeply rooted in the nation's history and traditions. On the contrary, an unbroken tradition of prohibiting abortion or blank. I'm doing that for a reason now. On pain of criminal punishment persisted from the earliest days of common law until 1973 when the law was changed. Now, if you just put blank there, you can apply that to about anything. Yep. The inescapable conclusion that the right of African-Americans to read is not deeply rooted in the, in the nation's history and traditions. On the contrary, an unbroken tradition of prohibiting reading on the part of African-Americans on pain of criminal punishment persisted from the earliest days of common law. So you can just, the, 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 the give you another example. Uh, the, the, the inescapable conclusion that a, that desegregation. Yep. We can go on the right to vote. The, these yep. people, this is evil. This, the, the wording of this is evil and it's not something Frankly, when you read this, that you have any reason to believe that they just wrote this the other night. They've been working on this for decades. This is one hell of an argument to say that because something was outlawed since the founding of this country, it should still be outlawed today. Mm-hmm. If, if folks, if that does not shake you up, 
and wake you up, then ain't nothing else we can do. Do it. Nothing else uh, Danielle Moody can say or I can say. I'm telling you, you know, we might as well just go ahead and do the cooking show. Because, you know, because here's the thing, Mark, because folks keep saying on social media, right, to your point. Oh, well, now people are going to be galvanized. Now people are going to fight. And I'm saying you lost the war. So what is it exactly that we want people to wake up to? Because I'll tell you this, Nicole Hannah-Jones, and let me pull this up. Nicole Hannah-Jones had offered a tweet that I thought was so um, on point because every time people want to turn around and say, oh, you know, well, now folks are going to be galvanized. She said this. She's on Twitter. She said, folks on here saying this will energize, quote, women. Voters are blatantly ignoring that the majority of black, Latina, Asian, indigenous women voted against Republicans and a majority of white women voted for uh, voted for despite ours explicit promises to end Roe. So what are you really saying? That's what she said in her tweet. So when folks are like, oh, this will galvanize folks. We had a historic goddamn election in 2020 because black and brown people, indigenous people, API people, queer people were galvanized in recognizing that another term under Donald Trump was going to mean certain devastation. So when folks are saying it's, oh, they're going to wake up, I said, wake up to what? The 53% of white women that voted for a man that said that he could grab them by the pussy in 2016 and they still showed up in mass and then did so in increased numbers in 2020? Well, the question becomes whether or not it's because those women know and believe that just like before 1973. There were those who had access to things that everybody else didn't have. Come on. So if you if you know for a fact that you'll still have the access to that which you want and need or whatever it is. You don't really care. I'm going to get it anyway. I can still go somewhere and get an abortion or have access to. I mean, do you all really think it stops at abortion? Do you really think it stops? You think it really? Oh, we just but we're going to let y'all we gonna let you have contraception. And, and access to free clinics and Planned Parenthood. We're going to let you do that. We're just not going to allow abortion. How far back do they go, Mark? Do, do you know, because to your point, it is, it is not going to stop at abortion. It is going to go to contraception. It is going to go um, to every single way to be able to control, right, women. But I'm talking about as you were reading through the opinion and inserting different things, I think we can go all the way back to Plessy. We can go all the way back. I mean, every single right mark that we have gotten hasn't come through an act of Congress. It has come through the courts. So if this, after 50 years, falls, you telling me that folks believe that like, oh, this is going to be done because Susan Collins said, that, oh, she trusts Brett Kavanaugh, that she trusts the Supreme Court. How far back do you think that this is going? And what is the preparation here? Because I feel like they've been at war. 
and we thought we were at a picnic. They've been at war, and, and we thought that we were friends. And they dropped the hammer, and we're still sitting around going, well, my friends from across the aisle, believing that they believe in the rule of law, that they care about the Constitution. Yeah, it, it's... Um, we... We've all been really demobilized. And the dependency on social media, the intoxication that we get from streaming, all of these things are like the perfect confluence of events and situations that make it impossible for us to really, um, for us to really organize, and for us to really wake up, and so most people are watching this unfold on television. We're riveted. It's the drama. We we we're addicted to watching drama mm-hmm. rather mm-hmm. than doing something about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, and, and imagine what other countries in the world must be thinking. There was even one other. Uh, 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 phrase in there i want to see if i can pull that up too where they were in the document where they basically said well you know uh uh the whole thing about having the right to to liberty doesn't really matter either you you don't i mean you don't have the right right to to that that's not anything i want to i want to lift it up because it was such an incredible statement and so right wing uh, suggesting that that liberty isn't something that is just automatic and you can just do whatever you want to do. That sounds like Vladimir Putin. Come on. It really does. So, mm-hmm. I mean, is that is that what we did? Did Vladimir Putin write this? Is that what we're going back to? Uh, I, I, the, he, here's something else. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. That's the same thing. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Forgive me. Give me, give me a second. I want to, because I want, our audience to to hear this because is, the, go ahead i'm sorry no 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 because as you're as you're looking it up because i'm saying to myself these people do not like this is the fundamental nature of white evangelical christian dumb is that they do not believe in democracy they believe in theocracy and authoritarianism they believe that men and white men alone should lead, that the breakdown of the perceived quote-unquote nuclear family came from, right, the, the, the ability of women to have rights, right? To have rightful autonomy over their bodies, to have rightful autonomy over all of these, the pieces of themselves. And so if you then go back to the way that it was where white men alone can lead and do so with impunity, that they alone are the ones that disperse liberty to those they feel like have earned it, right? Um, then that will reorder things in our society and our culture. It's why we are going into classrooms to uphold 
what they perceive to be the rightful gender, right? The rightful order of things. These are boys. These are girls. Everyone needs to know their place in this hierarchy. I, I, I'm sorry, I can't put my finger on it right now, but but I, I read it for another guest and then I lost it. I should have bookmarked it. But basically, the, the argument that lib or so they they're arguing for something called ordered liberty, which yeah. also was a very right wing concept. Uh, I was speaking with the president of the National Organization for Women, and she was talking about the other part I just read in terms of what the nation's laws used to be. Well, wait a minute. Women, African-Americans, other people of color, were not even considered in the Constitution. Right. We're not even considered. Right. So you might as well just nullify right. every protection that we have had, and don't tell me, oh, you're going too far. That's not what you want to do. Uh, no, I'm, you, you're not going to convince me of that. You have, you have jeopardized every protection that exists for all of the groups that have been impacted by racism and white supremacy and the very founding of this country. So no, 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 this, this is, this is a monumental decision. Hopefully it's a wake up call in terms of the midterms. I don't know. I think you just made the point. I mean, people didn't get it in 2016. And, and the woman uh, who wore the, the red dress at the Met Gala the other night told y'all, well, couldn't stand her. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know if we should, if she should be her, if she should be a woman or if we, uh, uh, I mean, we went through all of that. And now this is what you have. And, and I'm speaking as a man. You know, if, 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 if women don't give a damn, men like me, or not men like me because I'm not like that, but men say, well, why should I give a damn? Why should I care? But I think it goes back to what you said is that White women have always been a part of this elevated protected class. Yeah. Right? Where the harms that are bestowed on everyone else, they're protected from. Right? And that has always been the way. And what it, for me, we have allowed white women in this country to be able to both be in proximity with and then disassociate from their access to power, which is white men. And so, you know, it, it didn't really hit me until 2016 when I was watching these white women jump up and down with signs that said he can grab me wherever he wants. Right. These women in these rallies and on these streets, and this is not the fringe. Right. These people are now a member of Congress. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is Lauren Boebert. Right? So if, if, if this is who they are, Trumpism has allowed them to really come from behind the curtains that they have been hiding behind. It has taken the, the lady, right, of the master out, out of the house 
where she was step and protected. Oh, it's not me that's doing the whipping, the beating and the raping. Right. But you're complicit in all of it because you profit off of it. This is the same space that we're in now. Yeah. You know, we continue to always look at the monsters of these white men that are created and we don't pathologize the white women that are the ones raising them. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, wake the fuck up. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, what, what other, what, what, what else do you need to see? Yeah. 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 And so my question, you know, for you, Mark, as, as we close today, is that like as black people who know that we've never been removed from the chopping block, we've never had any respite in this country whatsoever. What does this signify for us? Well, I, th- I think it shows the danger we're in. We, we've already had our, our voting rights undermined they barely we barely have any voting rights left in and there's no reason for them to be protected under the current circumstances and i and i think democrats whom we all want to invest in although i think that's waning i i I am right now i don't think a lot of people have a reason to go out and vote they don't have a reason to go out and vote now this may inspiring some women like you said to wake the f up but it's kind of late it's kind of late we we we've lost the supreme court for practically a generation that's not going to protect our voting rights we are back to the and i don't know if people are prepared to become the same type of people who fought to get the freedoms we take for granted today people in montgomery walked to work every day for 366 days. We do we do are we going to do that? Oh, do we have the makeup to do We that? couldn't stay in the house for 3 fucking months <laughs> for quarantine. Do you know what, do you know what I'm saying like as a collective? Right? right? In this country, we couldn't stay the fuck home and stream Netflix. Right. Right? For those of us who had the privilege to do so because we were not considered essential. So those of us in the economic class that had the privilege to be at home couldn't do that. Right. Right. That's right. Couldn't do it. So I I don't know. Um, I, I don't know where this will end up. It is very, very, very scary, though. And. If if we don't do something, and this goes beyond November, it's going to get worse when the Democrats lose the House and the Senate. What's going to happen then? Mark and Danielle are crazy. They were trying to get us to organize and get us to do stuff. Really, we crazy. Mm-mm-mm. So I'm telling you, just you might as well get ready. We might have to do the cooking show. I don't know from what from what federal prison we'll be doing that cooking show from <laughs> as political prisoners in our own goddamn country, but right, right, um, right. But but we might. I mean, this it's like because that's what you know. That's what people want to do. That's what they they we are we are intoxicated with distraction all the way around, and the, the things that people see as important are just not important. A million people did 
mm. from a plague that that did not have to die. And and now losing rights, we've lost voting rights. Women have lost their reproductive rights. What's left? If you don't have those things, what do you have? What do we have the right to do? What do we have the right to do now? I'm asking. Be obedient. Yeah, I mean, what do we what do we literally have the right to go and do? We don't have the right to protest anymore. They're passing laws that you can run over people who protest with a car. So, folks, y- you know, y'all need to keep listening to Danielle and get motivated. Like, you know, y'all, we get on the uh, Peloton and other stuff to motivate us. We we need we need a a, a movement Peloton, something that's going to motivate. And maybe that's Danielle because she'll cuss y'all out. She'll cuss everybody out. <laughs> I don't cuss everybody out. Y'all need, maybe you need to listen to her because, I mean, just to get cursed out every day. What are you doing? Get yourself together. Get your, get your raggedy, rusty, dusty up yep. and together. Together. Like our parents used to do. Because we ain't doing mm. it. Maybe that's what we need. We need, we need, maybe that's, maybe that's what we need to do. We need to come up with a, with a, with our own exercise bike, Danielle, that has those kind of motivational messages. <laughs> right. Are you running in place or running towards your freedom, fool? Come, come on. <laughs> come on. Where are you running come to, on. fool? Where are you running to? You know? Oh my goodness. Trying to keep oh up with the Joneses or trying to keep up with your freedom. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Going on a staycation, a vacation, a vacation. Ain't nothing, fun. folks. It, 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 ain't nothing funny no more. Ain't nothing fun. This is real. What the kids? I know that's right. Shit just got real. Yep. <laughs> I know that's right. And again, for y'all who think, why y'all talking about abortion? Read that opinion. It says this must be struck down. Because the history of our country was that people were prosecuted and persecuted for doing this throughout our history. They can apply that line to any and everything they want to. And they will. Daniel Moody's existence and my very existence, going back to history, is illegal. Yes. Yes. We should not be here. We should not be talking. We should not be doing anything that we're doing. It is illegal. People take that for granted. Mm. People take for granted the sound of our voices and what we're trying to say. That can just be thrown around and discarded and whatever can be done with it. This is this is an act of civil disobedience to talk about this kind of stuff. So our voices, your voices, all are on the block. Literally. So, y'all, we got to get it together. I'm for that. Maybe we need a motivational exercise type of... We need something. Get yourself together. Boots on the ground. Yeah. Organizing and struggle. And and what's interesting is the Supreme Court knew it. They put barricades up around the Supreme Court because they were afraid people were going to protest. But the reality is, what was it? Was it was it Poland, where they were threatening to take away women's reproductive rights, and they shut that country down? I think it was Poland. Don't quote me on that. But I mean, it was looked like the million man march out there, the million woman march, the million people march, two million people. What are we gonna do? We need to shut the country down. 
We can do that. We can do it economically. Women, not men. The domestic workers were women in 1955. They walked to work. They shut down the bus system in Montgomery. Wouldn't have no Martin Luther King holiday if that ain't happened. Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King. I love Martin Luther King. No, you don't. Because you don't understand what he did in one little town and how disciplined people were. And what he really died doing. Because the question, the question that I will leave, I want us to leave folks with today. And folks, if you are not listening to Make It Plain, you should be. Um, because Mark is the spiritual side and the movement side of my anger. <laughs> of my anger and my rage. Um, but the question is, what are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to give up? Right? Because freedom is not free. Freedom is, has never been free. And that's the question that is being presented again, that our generation, that this time is asking us to answer. What are you willing to sacrifice in order to get free? Mark, as always, thank you so much for making the time to join us on Woke AF. We appreciate you, your voice, your work, um, and continue to send you strength as we figure out how to move through this next iteration of Amer the American Project. Sam, you queen, appreciate your work, appreciate your voice. And I'm serious, we might need uh, some kind of motive movement, organization, motivational exercise plan for folk to wake up and hear your voice every morning. You curse them out to get up, get up out that bed. Get, get out that bed and get up and do something. Join an organization. Yes. Do something. Do something. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. That is it for me today, dear friends, on this Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.